0: Okay, Rabbi Isai, good morning everyone, welcome back, coming to you live from the CBS Community Summit in Philadelphia. We're continuing with the introduction to Eicha, Med, the Medrash Rabbah on Eicha. We saw yesterday uh, Simon Aleph over here, and we saw the, um, the Psicha of Rav Abar Bar Kahano. Rav Bar Kahano introduced to his Talmudim, Nagilis Eicha, with the Pesach of Tzali Kailaich, Baskalim, and we saw that he was giving identifying different causes for the Khurban, different causes for the destruction. Saw some very interesting, some fascinating takes and insights over here about how running after Geisha culture, not as a uh, as as a uh, evil in of itself, but running after being more excited about the culture that was surrounding the Jews in the times of the destruction. That's ultimately what what spelled their ends or what spelled their doom. <clears throat> we saw that. We saw how part of our destiny is to be in exile. We're called Bas Goyim, is is destined to spend so many untold centuries and millennia in Galus. We have to be there in Galus. We have to contend with Galus. We have to face Galus and, and fight Galus. The ideal certainly is for us to be back in Gula, but Galus is not a just a way of like a holding zone, a holding pattern. Where we're just waiting, biding our time. No, we have a mission in Galus, and that's why we've been in Galus for so many centuries, millennia. We're the descendants of people who went into Galus, and um, yeah, we saw that Chayso uh, was not even; was their ears were stuffed up. They weren't even receptive anymore So learning. They weren't receptive to, mit- to mitzvahs. They weren't receptive to any of these, of these, uh, um, you know, last ditch attempts. That Yeshua was making to bring us back. So that was bar Barakahana's introduction. Now we're moving on to Bez. We're going to see in Simon Bez over here, in Medrash Rabbi Eicha, uh, the Psichta, the introduction to, to the Medrash on Eicha, we're going to see another introduction that Rabbah Barakahana gave. Rip, so it says the Medrash. Rabbah Barakahana gave uh, another, another time, probably another year, that he was teaching over the Medrash and uh, going through the Psukkim of Eicha. Because he gave a different introduction. It went like this: Who is the wise man who can understand this? This is another pasuk over there in uh, Yirmiyahu. We saw yesterday quotations from Yeshayah, quotations from Yirmiyoh. Yirmiyoh, who was lamenting the um, the uh, destruction of the temple, so he says, "Who is the wise man that can understand this?" Alma of the ha'aretz. for what has the land perished? What destroyed the land? Why are we all go into exile? So here has says two things back to back. I'm going to see the second half of the passage in a few lines, but he says, Who is the wise man with his understanding that can really figure out what went wrong? What went wrong over here? What sent us into exile? What brought our base on Mikdash the ground in the fire and ashes? And then he goes on to say, Alme, of the Haaretz, what, 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 what destroyed the land of Israel, sent us into far-flung regions of the world. <laughs> the, the implication over here is to get it, to understand what the catalyst was. What sent on the catalyst? You have to be a Chacham. That's what Rabbi of is going to pick up on. Yermio is saying, Who is the wise man that can understand this? Meaning it wasn't so obvious. It wasn't so clear to the casual observer, even though the casual observer, one would ask... What do you mean? We know that the Jews were involved in all kinds of atrocities then. You know, all kinds of bad stuff. They were, We were up up to our noses in Averis. If anyone would look at Kleistro, the state that Kleistro was in, right before the very end, nobody would really have any issues with the, why do we have to go into Gaulus And why were we thrown into exile? Why were well, we kicked out of out of our land? Why did the Besam-Mikdash get destroyed? Nobody would really have that question. Yet the Pasuk says... Who's the wise man that can understand this? So, this is going to form another introduction that Rabbi Bar-Kahana Bar had when he introduced the Book of Eicha to his students when he would go and go through the Majrashim. So, let's see. Tani. Ribshim and Bar-Yochai. Ribshim and Bar-Yochai says, If you see entire cities, entire cities being uprooted from their, their, uh, Areas from where they're anchored You see entire cities in Eretz Yisrael Just being totally raised And, 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 and um, thrown out of the ground What causes Not just Gullus what, what causes entire cities To be totally uprooted Entire cities to be upended And he gives us an answer. But before the answer of the Rashbi, let's, let's uh, appreciate his question. He's not just coming to um, paraphrase the question of Yirmiyah himself, of uh, who can figure out why we went into Gullus. He's showing us what the question really is. The question is not as much, why did Kaisal go into Gullus? It's how we went into Almet Of the Haaretz, the land was totally destroyed. You have entire cities, populated, populous cities, which, which are, you know, built up, established, beautiful cities, of which not just the inhabitants went into Gaul, but the cities themselves have perished, the cities are gone without a trace. The cities have been destroyed. And that's a higher level form of exile, like very often nations have gone into exile, and usually the exile is, okay, we march everybody out, you know, march everyone out into exile. Rachman al you know, the Nazis, they rammed up the Jews into the, the concentration camps. They didn't, you know, destroy all the houses and the shops that were vacated that were left behind. Good, there was you know, a crystal knock that was just uh, to terrorize them where they smashed windows and things like that. Burnt some shoes. But uh, the Jews left behind houses and stores and establishments, so the, the, the Germans took all that over. The Polish people took all that stuff over when they deported the Jews, when they rounded the Jews up. That was Gullahs, that was exile, and then exile which led to, you know, death. And many nations have gone into exile. It's not usually in a conquering nation's best interest to, A, send the vanquished nation into exile, but B, just like destroy the whole place. That's an unnatural thing to do, just to destroy, to cause destruction. I'm sending you guys into exile, but, you know, I'll take the city over for myself. So there's a double question over here, not just how did we go into Gullahs, but, Ah of the Ha'orites, why was the land destroyed? This is what the Rashvi is picking up on. So, let's see the question again. You see a horrific type of punishment, something that's like unimaginable, not just Eden going into Gaulis, but the very cities themselves that are left behind being uprooted, being destroyed, being upended. The land itself is being destroyed. Not just the Jewish nation, the Jewish spirit, the Jewish soul. And, and the Jewish settlements are destroyed. Every trace of, of Jewishness. Da, you should know, that comes as a result of what? Not something that you'll see on the surface, not something that you'll, that will bite you on the nose, that you'll understand immediately. You have to be a Chacham, the oven is oyster. There was a lack of support. A lack of financial support, and maybe even, um, ideological support. For the teachers, for the rebaim, The school teachers. <laughs> Who are the Seyfim and the Mashnim? Seven mm-hmm. the, the Mashnim the, the, the people that were teaching the kids Aleph based The people that were teaching the kids Mishnais. If a town is able to come to a point, the very town can be destroyed. The very town, the roots of the town itself can be destroyed. It's an indicator that this town was a town that was neglecting the... The, what we call the Cheder Rebbeim of the town. The school teachers. The school teachers of that town. And this is what we're being told here that Yirbi Yahu is identifying for us as a root cause of not just Gaulus, but of the destruction of the Gaulus that was left behind from the Gaulus. Shanemar. of the arts as it is written, for what was the land destroyed? Vayimra Hashem al-Azwam is toirasi. You abandoned my Torah. You abandoned my Torah. Now, what does abandoning Hashem's Torah have to do with neglecting, not taking care of, not looking after the financial needs of the of the of the school teachers of the cheder rabbis, the ones teaching alpes and mishnayis? is Torah, so you abandoned my Torah. So, the emissaries in the times right before the destruction of the first temple period, which was what we're talking about, they hadn't abandoned Hashem's Torah. They were still sitting and learning. Klaisa was sitting and learning. They were pounding away. These guys were doing daf they were doing like Raisa. They were, they were sitting and learning. They had chavrusas, They had Nightly Shuram, They had the Chumash and Shalmshir. They were definitely packing those base measures up till the very end. They were learning. They were sitting and learning. This is a Klai Yisrael that was still on the surface having their learning sessions. Yet Yermia was telling us that if you want to know why Klai Israel went into Gaza and B, our cities were uprooted and destroyed at the very core. It's because they abandoned the Torah. So abandoning the Torah can't mean they weren't learning anymore. It means abandoning the core of the Torah. Abandoning the, the foundation of the Torah. And a neglect and a lack of appreciation for the foundation of the Torah itself. There was a lack of support and a lack of, of, um, responsibility that was taken for the school teachers. Or neglect of the school teachers. Now let's let's appreciate that for a moment. Hichzigu um, means they neglected them. They didn't support them, and it means on two levels. It doesn't just mean, you know, supporting them moralistically, um, ideologically, idealistically, um, you know, believing in what they were doing. It means this is referring to play and push as well. Financial support, financial support, making sure that you know that they were that they were. Um, Able to continue uh, as school teachers making sure that they had income, making sure that their financial needs were taken care of, in order for them for them to continue teaching the, the uh Tinachushul based rabbim, the Jewish children in the Jewish institutions. The Aleph-based teachers, the Mishnai's teachers, the school teachers. Klaizo was not taking care of them. They were neglecting them. Yes, they were involved in learning and 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 yes they were still packing the base measures and pounding away but there was a lack of responsibility that was taken over here a lack of concern and uh, and uh, no, I, yeah I got this one a lack of concern a, a lack of responsibility and a lack of um, really appreciation for the school teachers mm they were taken for granted. They were taken for granted. They were taken for granted to the degree that, you know, they're not my responsibility. I'm sure someone will take care of them. I'm sure they'll be okay. That comes from taking them for granted and that, that, that engenders a neglect, a neglect for those dedicated Rebbeim, that were there in the times of the Chorban, and every generation, Kaleiso always has to have someone who's going to teach Alephes, aleph Alephah, who's going to teach Mishnais, who's going to teach Chumsh to the little kids. There was a, a, a <coughs> again, a lack of appreciation for them and a disregard for them, which created a neglect for them, which brought about not just Gullus, but Gullus in a destructive way. Cities were uprooted. Entire cities that have been developed, have been invested in, cities that have been populated and built up over centuries of are living there. So those cities were entirely yanked out of the ground. And that's again, that's an unnatural type of destruction. A congregation never does that. Why would they want to do that? But this was the punishment that came from Shemaim for us neglecting the school teachers. Now, what's the Mita of What What's the, you know, why does this punishment come for that? It's very obvious and, 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 and very chilling over here. When Chlal neglects the school teachers, that means there's a lack of regard, there's a disregard for the core, for the, the basics, for the foundation, for understanding what all of this is really has to be built upon, where it all begins, where it all starts. And yeah, you know, my Chavrus and I, we, we learn amazingly, we learn phenomenally. Mm. And towards the end of the Beis HaMikdash... All these adults are panting away into base Medrash and they have Shiurim, and they have Chavrusas and they're, they're going through Kul kula backwards and forwards. But it has to start somewhere. All this Torah that Klai Israel embodies, and the Torah which characterizes who we are, we're Am chacham Venavain, we're a wise and educated nation, and we have this eternal connection to eternal wisdom, it has to start somewhere. It has a core. It has a shayrish. It has a foundation. That foundation is the school teachers. Without someone, you know, teaching your kids, base, come at Aleph up, how to read, how to translate simple Psukim and chumash, how to understand simple mishnahis, then there is no Torah. There is no connection to the eternal wisdom. You now, the Vilna Gawain used to say that, you know, he is, he is, um, he considered, <clears throat> his Rabbi Muvuk, who is his, 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 um, uh, main Rebbe, the Vilna Gawin, was the one who taught him how to read Aleph Beis, Comat's Aleph A, the Vilna Gawin, the Vilna Gawin, the, 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 the famed, illustrious Vilna who who is unparalleled, unequaled in his generation, uh, generations before and generations after. He said that his main Rebbe was the one that ta- taught him Aleph Beis, taught him Comat's Aleph A, because that Rebbe, he knows for sure that that was one Rebbe that everything that he learned from him was totally true, was, was Emes, Emes La he didn't teach him anything that was untrue. There was nothing that he taught him that was maybe incorrect, that was a wrong interpretation, a wrong translation. Uh, everything that he learned from him was emes la'mitay Shatairo. And more than that, everything that he learned from that Rebbe that we learn over our entire lives, it has to be built on that foundation. If you don't learn the aleph mm. you can't make it to the Gimel. If you don't learn how to read psukim and Khumish, you can't learn Mishnahis. you don't learn Mishnahis, you can't learn Gemara. And, 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 and so on. So when we neglect the school teachers, when we have an attitude, they'll be okay. Yeah, of course we need them, and you know, Hashem will take care of them, someone will take care of them. It's not my job, it's not my duty, it's not my responsibility. Which Klysra had that attitude as they're being criticized over here towards the, the end of the, of the first temple, then we lose our foundation. I'm neglecting the foundation, I'm neglecting the yes, I'm neglecting the core that all the has to be built upon. And the Mita Kenegamita, the punishment that comes from Shemaim is. We neglected the foundation, we're allowing the foundation to rat, to, to, uh, to crumble away, you're going to have a destruction that's going to hit you at a foundational level. You're not just going to go into exiles, and, and to exile, you're not just going to become exiles, your foundation, your cities, the Israel itself what you developed, what you built up over here, excuse me, is going to be destroyed, it's going to be attacked on a foundational level. That's why this is such an awful, destructive uh, exile, that the cities themselves are uprooted, that's Kalal Yisrael going into exile at a core level, a foundational level. Not just bodily, not just physically, but our foundation, Eretz Yisrael, our land itself, is so to speak going into exile, is being destroyed. Through neglect, again, of the Seyfrim and the Mashim, a very chilling idea. And Rabbi Yisrael, things have not changed so much. And the easiest people, the easiest um, caste to neglect in, in, in the modern-day Jewish world, Orthodox world, are the people are these people the school teachers the school teachers always get hit the hardest the school teachers are always the first to be neglected the first to be disregarded and what's the biggest proof of that speak to anyone that sits on the tuition board of any yeshiva of any school any day school anyone that's on the tuition board on the board of any institution where people apply uh, where they have to work out what the tuition is going to be of every parent over there and, and they have to work out scholarships they will tell you one thing and they'll tell you the same thing one after the next I'll tell you the same thing Everyone's trying to get the biggest discount possible. Everyone's trying to get away with paying the least amount of money possible. Whether they don't have money or whether they do have money, whether they have a lot of money, everyone's applying for those scholarships. Not everyone, but ninety-nine percent of the people. And and there's a, 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 a always a, a a significant a significant chunk of people that are applying for scholarships that really could afford to pay a lot more than what they're applying for the 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 the, the reductions that they're trying to get and. They're spending a lot of money on a lot of other things at the same time. The money they're trying to save on tuition, they turn around and spend on lots of things that they don't have to spend it on. And consistently, people try to cut corners when it comes to paying tuition. Consistently, people try to get away with the bare minimum, even below the bare minimum. Even people that can afford to pay more, they try to get away with the bare minimum. And the question is, so who's paying the salaries for these rebbeham? These are the educators of your children who are allowing your children to be the, the, the links in the chain for the next generation, You're allowing your children to become tamirich hachamim. You're allowing your children to become great people, great men in Torah. It starts with the school teachers. It starts with the cheder It starts with kamats alaf ah. It starts with chumash. It starts with Mishnais. Who is responsible ultimately for your child? You know, he's going to become the next Gadol HaDur, the next reshiva. Who's responsible for that? Where does it start? It starts here. In this very school, with these very teachers that you're trying to figure out how to pay the very least to. That's... Not giving them support. the not, not, not paying the tuition. Trying to get away with the bare minimum. Disregarding and neglecting the most important profession that we have in Kalay Neglecting our foundation. Neglecting our core. Such... Chilling Musr, which so pertinent, so relevant, and so So again, people who can't afford, it can't afford. There are people who send their kids to day schools, and they mamish uh, are you know barely make it month to month. So there are people who genuinely, genuinely need to apply for for, for reductions, for for Hanukkah, for discounts. But the people that are applying for discounts that really could afford to pay more, it's an attitude of like a. Uh, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's it's such a such a flawed attitude, which is being put in such sharper perspective over here. In this medrash, it's an attitude of like a game almost, a competition, that you're trying to get more, I'm trying to give you less. It's like negotiations. It's like, let's try to figure out, you know, I know you guys are trying to get as much money as possible, but I, I'm I'm going to try to figure out how to give you the least amount possible. Where did this attitude come from? Give the school the least amount possible, the least amount that you can possibly afford. So to whom? Ultimately, who's this money going to? It's going to pay these dedicated school teachers who are not rolling in the dough themselves, right? Who are also struggling themselves, coming to pay them so they can educate your children. They can give your children foundational Jewish educations upon which everything will be built. Where did this attitude come from? To minimize, to try to get away with the very least. And, you know, it's a tug of war between me and the tuition board. But that is an attitude that you find over and over and over again. Anyone on any tuition board, again, from from top all the way down to the bottom, from the bottom all the way to the top, to tell you that they can this attitude all the time. That people get very protective, very defensive, very possessive of their money when it comes to paying the tuitions of those educators that are giving my children the foundation for them to become Tamri Chacham. And this goes back over here, unfortunately, unfortunately, this minute goes all the way back to kleiser on the times of the ba- of the Beis HaMikdash, right before the end. Right before the very bitter end, shulai hiziku vishchar seifer vishchar mashnem. klayser neglected the tuitions that we're talking about, supporting financial support for the school teachers, and 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 the the, the continues with this idea. And again, when we neglect the core, rachman Islam our core gets tampered with. Our, our core gets affected. Also, our foundations. And the gemara brings us out with an anecdote. Rabbi have a Kira Yisroda Ardi Yisrael, Rebbe used to, Rebbe at one point sent Rav Amin that they should come with him and um, and uh, repair the cities of Eretz Yisrael. This is during um, the times of the, the end of the Mishnaic era. Okay, this is when after Churm Dei Samikdash happened already a century earlier. Klai there there's still packets of even of living in Eretz you know, for the next generation or two before everyone ends up in, in, uh, Bavel. But Rebbe was still there. And Rabbi and Ravasi were there. Rabbi and Ravasi were very early Amorim. Rebbe was the last Tano. So he said, come around with me and help me, help me repair and fix up cities in up, So they went around to these cities that had been destroyed to fix them up, to repair them the inhabitants of the cities said to the Rav and revazi who are going around from city to city again this is about you know a few generations after the destruction of the second temple they're trying to fix the cities up to repopulate them resettle eristrol so the inhabitants of these cities these stragglers that were left behind told revamin Rivasi that rebbi sent around said bring us the nature karta bring the nature karta now it doesn't mean the nature karta of infamy the that we've heard of nature karta literally just means the guardians of the city. Bring the Nature Karta. We need, we want, we have to build the city back up again. They told Ravani Ravasi, bring for us the Naturae Karta. So who do they bring? Who are the Nature Karta? The guardians of the city. So they brought the guardsmen, the watchmen, they brought the the, 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 sentries, the patrols, the, uh, the, uh, the people with, with, with the guns and the rifles to stand, uh, sentry outside the city. That's the Naturae Karta. The inhabitants who were trying to rebuild their cities said to them, These people that you brought to us, these, these, uh, the, um, the guards, the sentries, the patrolmen, these are the natura these are the guardians of the city. These are the people who destroy the city. These people destroy the city, you bring them with weapons of destruction over here. These aren't the people that protect the city. So, Rabbi and Ravasi said, Amrullah who are the guardians of the city? Who are these people that you, you want us to bring? They thought this is what you wanted. Who are the naturi karta? Amar lahoyim. the happiness to told them who are the naturi karta? Who guards you? Who protects you? Who keeps the city strong and safe? And steadfast? Abu soifrim umashnim. The school teachers, the chayda rebis, the ones teaching the Aleph Beis and the ones teaching the Sheim umashnim and is a of They're pursuing their own study day and night and they are... Teaching the children, the children should be engaged in Torah study day and night, like we said. Why are they the Nature Karta? They just mentioned Tamri Chacham, bring the Kaila guys, the people that are going to be sitting and learning. They said, bring us the school teachers, bring us the Rebbeim, the Rabbis, the ones that are teaching Aleph base. Those are the Nature Karta, because they're not only just, you shall learn day and night. So why not bring anyone that's learning day and night? The Teretz is, because this is the foundation of everything. This is the Yisoy, the core of all of Tyre and Kala It begins with the seifrim and the Mashnah, the people teaching the base. That's where everything begins. Without them, you don't have a foundation. And with them, you have everything. With them, you have guarding the city. Without them, you have destruction. The Chainu Oimer, Yim Hashem loyiv if Hashem doesn't watch this, the, 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 doesn't build the city. says, Shav, Am Shav, Shoymer, the Pasek says. If Hashem doesn't protect the city, then for naught does the guardsman guard it. Okay, so this is a story that brings out the same point that you know you want to rebuild the city. The rebuilding has to begin with identifying the destruction. The destruction happened because of a neglect for the salaries, which means a neglect of appreciation, which means a disregard for the welfare of the school teachers, the rebim. The rebuilding has to begin with understanding. Just how important they are. These are the guardians of the city. Any city, Rabbi, I say, the Nature Karta of any city are the people that are dedicated to teaching Torah. The people that are dedicated not just to teaching Torah, teaching Torah at the lowest level. Aleph base, come to Aleph up. Teaching Mishnai is teaching Chumash to the Tinoikashal base Rabbim. Those are the Nature Karta because they are maintaining the Yesoid, the foundation, the core upon which everything is built. Without them, you don't have anything. With them, you have everything that you have that Yesoid. And it's Ada Yom You know, this is, The the Moser is so clear to us, for us to appreciate, really, those people that we trust our children's entire future careers. So every parent, you know, looks at his sons and says, yeah, I have the future G'dayi adore here, the future Rashi Yeshiva. Be'az HaShem Taka, yeah, we should be Zayich, all of our children should become G'dayim, should become Tamari Chacham and Rashi Yeshiva. But why? How? It's because of those Rebbeim that are, with such dedication, teaching them the basics. So, again... You know, it all gets back to this idea of schar, of the tuition, of is it neglect, is it disregard, or is it regard and appreciation and understanding that every city, including and especially nowadays, who are the real guardians of that city, the notary Carto, and if you want to give anyone a salary, if you want to take anyone's salary, you want to make sure someone's getting paid on time, you gonna. You better make sure it's the people that we need to be protecting us we need them for our protection those are people that we definitely want to make sure they're getting their salaries on time it's the school teachers it's the rebaim and the Cheder and the chadar. that's the protection of every city including but not limited to Somerton, Philadelphia so when we have the ability to give a little bit more to the tuition board you give a little bit more I, why should I be that sucker you know what everyone's getting away with over here you know what kind of breaks my next-door neighbor who has more cars than I have, who has a bigger salary than I have, who's more than his bank can. You know what? He gets away with I'm going to be that sucker. Everybody's not being a sucker. That's such a crumb attitude. Such a crumb attitude. And it's the attitude that we all have. You know what? He's the sucker. And he's unfortunately the one who doesn't get it. If he wants to play this game with the, with the tuition board, you know, let him play it. Let him play it. But it's not a healthy game. It's not a good game to play. Our attitude has to be, you know, we owe the entire future of Christ for these people and we have to take care of them. We have to have regard for them and concern for their welfare. Then we're getting the lesson and then we're beginning to turn the boat around of moving from destruction to repair and rebuilding. Okay, we'll stop over here, Mr. Hashem, we'll have one more session tomorrow. We'll go further in Medrash Eicha. Thank you for joining.